0: Hello, fellow rebel capitalists, hope you're well. So I've got some earth-shattering news about the BIS. They just came out with this new video, kind of a cryptic video giving us this warning, but that's not actually the earth-shattering news. Let's get right over to the head of the BIS. You guys know that Josh and I call him Necky Valdez. So here is Necky Valdez right here. And I just found out through some intensive investigative journalism right here on the Rebel Capitals channel, that Necky Valdez, the head of the BIS, is none other than Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. There you have it. Josh, did you know that? I actually did because every single time I try and look up the BIS no neck guy. This is the guy who comes up. But but look at I mean look, hair just they look hard. People. You can tell they're the exact same guy. Right here. And let me go right over back to Necky. Look at that. Just give him a little bit of a little hair, a little bit of a you know, longer hair, dye it a little bit, draw on some glasses. It's it's the exact same guy. It is. You hear you heard it here first on the Rebel Capitalist channel. And if that wasn't enough of a bombshell, now let's get over to this cryptic video that Neki, or should I say Big Ed,
1: just released. The foreign exchange swap market is huge, yet relatively opaque. On a typical day, there are almost $4 trillion in new FX swap contracts. Most of them involve a payment of US dollars.
0: So the first thing I love about this video is the guy literally looks like he's reading this with a gun to his head. I mean, if you look up authenticity and how to be authentic in your videos, in the dictionary or wherever you're Google that. You're, you're not going to find a picture of this guy. I can assure you of that. So this is completely scripted. But this goes back to the video that we discussed yesterday on this report that they released in the last couple of days about the one quadrillion in derivatives being an understatement and how much of this dollar-denominated debt is completely off-balance sheet. Completely off-balance sheet. And they kind of hint at the warnings in this video.
1: So we'll keep going here. The interbank market for FX swaps is where banks manage liquidity, hedge their own balance sheet positions, and offset FX derivative trades with customers. Monitoring this market is an important part of financial stability analysis. We add to the potential monitoring toolkit by combining data from CLS, the world's largest multi-currency cash settlement system, with BIS statistics. This allows us to track banks' global dollar off-balance sheet positions in FX derivatives and how these positions... This guy has to be stoned.
0: I think he he just... I mean, I'm not a, a big, you know, weed guy myself. But, Josh, does he not look baked out of his mind? Look at it. it. Not only are his eyes glazed over, they're bloodshot, but listen to the way he's talking. Like, every
1: single buddy of mine, whenever they get high, this is exactly how they talk. ...since relate to their on balance sheet currency positions. It also allows us to separate banks' positions in interbank FX swaps, that is the core of the market, from their other FX derivatives positions. Just From their other FX derivatives
0: positions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he, it's like he did two things. He just smoked a joint and he ran like 10 miles. Like that's what he sounds like. He can't even finish his sentences just oh, you know, shit. Off-sheet derivatives, FX position swaps. Oh my my gosh, did
1: you see that? The pink elephant. The pink elephant.
0: (laughs) Okay, now let's get to this chart
1: that we went over yesterday. Find that over the past decade, US banks and euro area banks are the main suppliers of dollars via FX derivatives. By contrast, Japanese banks are major off-balance sheet dollar borrowers.
0: Now here, I want to actually, let's look at this chart. Because I studied that report even more extensively this morning. After yeah, uh, you know, I get I did that video yesterday. I kind of scanned it briefly, and then I did that live stream. And I noticed in that live stream, I actually made a mistake. And so I I put that in the pinned tweet. So I wanted to make a correction right here. Yesterday, if you guys watched that video, which I'd highly suggest watching if you haven't, I said that this red line indicated their net off-balance sheet position. So if they had, and we're, say, we're saying right here, or we're looking at this chart, assuming that it's about 400 billion. So if they have a trillion dollars of on-balance sheet, what I thought this chart implied is that they'd have 1.4 trillion in off-balance sheet. The reason I thought that, as you can see right here, where they're describing this chart, they say positive, negative value indicates lending. And this isn't even... Wow, that's weird. That's different from the actual. Okay, so let's save this for the next segment of the video because this is actually different than what they say on the report. But the bottom line is this red line is actually on balance sheet transactions. So they take the liabilities minus the assets. So this red line does not give us the net of the off-balance sheet relative to the off-balance sheet it actually just gives us the net of the on-balance sheet transactions which according to them imply that there's 400 billion in total of off-balance sheet dollar lending here not that it's not that it could be 20 trillion and 20 trillion point 4 so i wanted to make that correction Let's keep moving on to this video and then shoot over to the report and look at this
1: discrepancy. That's really weird how they changed it. To meet customer demand for dollars via FX derivatives, banks rely not only on balance sheet funding, they also source dollars in the interbank FX swaps. US banks play a pivotal role in FX derivatives markets, effectively intermediating across sectors and between banks as both dollar lenders and borrowers in FX swaps. Okay, so that's
0: one thing I wanted to key on right there. And before I went off on that correction, he was talking about how the majority of the dollar lending is coming from the United States and the European banks, and the majority of dollar borrowing from what they see right now is currently with the Japanese banks, which I I think is in and of itself a red flag. But notice what he said there at the end, where he said the majority of these FX swaps go through the United States banking system. And I want to be very clear, I know this gets very esoteric and very complicated, and you kind of feel like that gif of Zach Galifianakis, Zach I think his name, uh, in Hangover, remember where he's got all the E equals MC squared, like floating around his head. That's what this seems like. But the bottom line here is FX swaps are very important to the global monetary system. It's very similar to mortgage-backed securities. In fact, I would argue, well, actually they're way more important than mortgage-backed securities were in uh, 2008, at least, common sense would lead me to believe that they're a lot more important so my point is if the fx swaps go bye-bye if they're no longer an option or if you even take the u.s players out of it then that could be a huge problem and maybe even collapse the global monetary system and obviously where i'm going with that is now we see all this systemic risk even with these domestic regional banks here in the united states Remember we did that story the other day on Republic first. Now I know a lot of you just stopped and said, whoa, I think George just said Republic first he must've meant first Republic. No, no, no. I meant Republic first. Believe it or not, that just proves that we're living in the matrix or in some sort of simulation, but they almost went bust the other day, Republic first. And what this article talked about, I believe it was in Bloomberg is how the regulators will likely have to come in and bail them out even if they did go over the edge because of all of this systemic risk due to things like derivatives where they're a key player in this market so even though they might be a small bank because they're a key player and something that's instrumental to the global monetary system or at least the domestic monetary system if you take that peg out of the or that piece out of the puzzle it's like that it's like a a, a game of jenga right that very last piece, it's just one block, but you take it out and the whole thing crumbles. So my point is, you guys know that we'll most likely have more problems with the regional banks due to commercial real estate, et cetera. So that could put an environment, put strain on all these other banks, not that they go bust, but it puts strain on them. So they're trying to shore up their balance sheet, which means less dollar FX swaps or less liquidity in this market, which could create a big problem with a global monetary system. That's kind of the the, the cryptic message here, that if you understand what they're saying, I think you gather from this video, even though they don't outright explicitly state it. So now let's go back and do one more changing of the old screen share, because I want to see the discrepancy. It's very weird that they changed that for the video, because we go back to the report itself, which is right here, and we can see that. It says positive value indicates net off-balance sheet lending of the currency. That is not what it says in the video. So I don't know if I've got, I would reach any conclusions. I'll have to do some more research here. Josh, maybe you can look into this. And maybe this is appropriate for another video today. But they definitely, definitely changed that. But the bottom line here, guys, is that more messages coming out from the BIS giving us these warnings... About the derivatives market and the potential cracks, let's say, that they're even seeing in the dam. And if the BIS is talking about it, you know that they're behind the curve. And if they're saying that this issue is a two on a scale of one to 10, in reality, it's probably closer to an eight or a nine. So it's definitely something we're gonna have to follow very, very closely on this channel. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty free market capitalism. If you want to see more of the most important recent stories that we have covered right here on the Rebel Capitalist channel, Josh will put them in a folder or a playlist right about there, and we'll see you on the next video.